do 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 it's back it's back <laughs> I swear I think we blew I think we blew the meter completely the out meter. did we do we have to go do it again I think I popped my eardrums <laughs> yeah that's good that's kind of a good thing though is it sounds so good you become deaf <laughs> so uh season seven game of thrones is back i don't know if any of you guys are as happy as we are you probably are if you're listening Every, to this you know everyone's happy about it nobody's talking about I'm it. i'm glad aren't you glad yeah because nobody I mean, spoiled it i super hate it when you wait so long for something and we know the series is winding down and then what happens somebody goes on some knucklehead goes on fucking facebook or Twitter, or Instagram, or shit, Panera Steven, some fools, or Tumblr, or wherever, and just go, did you see the... Well, I mean, it's just... So you should know. I mean, you've seen it in the tag. Obviously, you don't wander onto a Game of Thrones podcast <laughs> that has a spoiler description in it. We are going to talk about the show, and there are spoilers in our podcast, because we're talking about the first episode. What were you going to say? Yeah, well, well, yeah. But, I mean, somebody, if someone's listening to this, they purposely sure. have to... They know that. Sure. It's like usually before the e- before the West Coast feed even hits, some knucklehead on the East Coast Every has said time. something. Sometimes. They'll do, and they'll blow like the biggest, you know, gag of the episode. And I'm like, I've actually unfollowed people just when a show like Game of Thrones is on. And then I'll follow them back later and go, oh, you had a kid or whatever the fuck happened. Because I'm like, you cannot be trusted with information. And look, it's not going to ruin my life. I'm not going to like, you know commit Harry Carey if I know like a big juicy piece but can a bitch live you know we pay a lot for cable I'm not pirating this shit you know I'd be okay if you spoiled it for me and I was stealing it but I you know straight up yeah well I've noticed well maybe I could be wrong but the last two days or at least yesterday no one was saying anything it was was, eerie it was I was I was on set last night it was way it was like almost 11 o'clock pacific yeah so it was done on both coasts, and, and no, one said shit. no one said shit. And maybe it's because my 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 Twitter feed is full of like it's all political shit. You don't even know what else. So is I don't going know what's on. going on. But you're very well informed about what's going on in our government. And but around it's the world. like you would think that it would. No, I was out there. Cross. No, I follow all that stuff. I follow all the entertainment uh, peoples and all the people on the show and the creators and. The cousins of the creators, and so everybody was really cool and well behaved. So thank you, fam, out there. Yeah, I'm not saying somebody didn't get up today and you know shoot their wad and blow it. I think someone, one of my friends, blew it that Ed Sheeran was on the show, and I don't I'm like really. I mean, that's the spoiler you're going to well, share yeah, that, that was, Ed Sheeran was on the show, and you're like, you don't even know who the fuck he was. That's so. the one thing I saw. I saw that picture of like it's the screenshot of him, like it's a close up, and he's like looking sideways, and it said. No, and then Ed Sheeran, and I was like, okay, that means nothing to me, because I even had to ask, who's Ed Sheeran? Well, of all the awesome things that happened in the episode, and we're going to get to that in a minute, the the most irksome, irritating thing to me is that the people are so worked up about Ed Sheeran being on the show in the first fucking place. First of all, he has a great voice, and he's a ginger. He fits in with the cast. He's a perfect fit for Game of Thrones, and he's singing a song. He's playing the role of a singer, guys, and he's good at it. And there's been other bands, like Mastodon was on the show. I think there's been other people, bands on the show, guys. They've, been, they've done this in season one, so... Who's season one? Um, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. I knew you were going to ask me that question. I don't care enough about it to know specifically. But since season one, season two, they've had throughout, like, at the, the, the fray, at the Twins, they had, like, I think it was Mastodon or Coldplay or, or some band playing in Frey's band, like Reigns of Castamere, oh, some actual real band. So everybody, calm your tits. That's funny. Ed Sheeran is, he's, he's European, <laughs> he's English, and he's on your English show. Calm the hell down. I don't know why that became such a big deal. People just like to bitch about absolutely nothing these days. Well, at least nothing was spoiled. Thank Absolutely God. nothing was spoiled for And me. I saw it before you. Well, I watched the first 20 minutes before you, and then you scolded me. Because you said you would wait. I, you know, I can't be trusted when it comes to TV shows. You've barreled ahead of me I before. I even... No. Yes, you have. 
If it was something like Game of Thrones, I wouldn't you have done it. You busted through the wire like hot butter. Yeah, but the wire's not Game butter. of Thrones. I, the, the wire was like I was up late the at night. The wire's one of the best television shows. Yeah, but on it's not. TV. But we were we were rewatching it. This was nothing new. I felt bad. I stopped watching after twenty minutes, and I did not blurt out to you about that opening scene. I even, my AD at lunchtime was like, "I want to get. I want to. I'm not going to get my guys out of here before Game of Thrones." So we started talking about it. And I said, "You know what?" He's like, you know, maybe I'll just get a screen and we'll put it on. And I told him, my wife said she's not going to watch it without me. So, do you know what? <gasps> Don't put it on. That makes me feel even worse. Then you texted me. Oh, my gosh. And you said, I'm watching it. And I was like, oh. Are we getting a divorce now? Do we need to take a break? Oh, no. What would that look like? We take a break. Like, I sleep in, what, this room <laughs> in the studio and you sleep in the <laughs> I'll take the guest room. I'm sorry. I was like, I was so worried someone was going to spoil it. Also, have like really bad well, yeah. self control when you know I've had a no, couple. No, no, I, to- I totally get it. You're, no, you're, you shouldn't get it, you know. and it's okay for you to be mad. I accept your anger, and I apologize. I really do apologize. I just wanted to watch that opening with you. We watched it though. I mean, because I frankly, it was late. It was like I was watching it at nine thirty. It had a couple glasses of wine. I did do an oh shit. Yeah, moment. no, it's it's fine. I mean, but I like never, I said, like I mean, I, I we didn't wrap until like twelve thirty, so but it's not a big deal. If we ever have like, if we ever renew our vows, I'll make that part of my vows that I will never watch Game of Thrones without you. If it's a new episode, because that is like high crimes. It was high crimes, and I apologize, but I stopped watching it. I really did. I was like. No, I'm not going to watch the rest. Of it. So I switched, to, I switched yeah. over and watched Twin Peaks, which you seem to not really give a shit about. So. Uh, and, and feel like you'd care what's going on on Twin Peaks. Although we'll rewatch those before we do with the, the podcast. Okay, so let's get to the show. Uh, that's that's actually let's talk about the show because it's, it's more important now that it's going to be in the court case of my divorce. Um, so we should talk about what what went down that opening fucking scene. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? And how awesome Holy that was! Shit. Like, okay, what was your expectation? When it started, what did you think? How did you think this scene was going to transpire? I didn't. I kind of was like, okay. Okay. He's going to murder everybody, and he's doing what he says. You know, you didn't get all of them. Um, It's going too slow for me. You didn't get all of the Starks. They're on the loose. And I was believing it, but when he hesitated before he drank the poison, I was like, wait a minute now. Is this our girl? Because poison's her thing. Poison is a woman's weapon as well, as Martin has said in the books. Women use poison often. Lady Olena poisons Joffrey, gets hooked on Sansa and uh, Tyrion, but that was Olana, uh, Olena with her necklace, right? So, and, and again, Arya's been studying poisons in the House of Black and White. Which yeah, she had to go poison that um So I had an inkling. I had a tingle of just the first second, and then I just kind of got engrossed. And then when he says... You know, I'm not going to voice the Arbor Gold on a woman thing. That line. I was like, uh-oh. What is this? See, it was like, I when it's the, 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 it started, I thought it was a flashback. I was like, okay, for some reason, yeah. we're flat. Okay, so for then. For a minute, I thought we for, were in a flashback. Yeah, then yeah. They, they started to, to pass out the wine, and I'm like, okay, he's going to kill these guys for some whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, we knew he was going to kill yeah. them. You know, and I was trying to figure out why. It's not that generous. Why are you going to do this? And then. And I knew he wasn't going to drink the thing. I just knew, it, and that's what it was. Well, what did I what did had you, what did no you... idea? Okay, it was Arya until she put her hand to her face. Yeah, I had no fucking. And clue. then you're like, oh, I was like, what? Shit. Because if it, because my, I was like trying to put together the last time we saw Arya, she was cutting his throat, and he had after he had eaten uh, some uh, pieces of his children. His children's Black, toes. Uh, Blackwalder and the other guy. Lothar of the Hill People, whatever his name is. And I'm like, well, this has to be a flashback because we know what, what did you say? <laughs> Lothar of the Hill People. It's an <laughs> SNL character. I don't like know. Lothar. I think sometimes those names, I get them <laughs> confused. Uh, but I thought, okay, we're going back in time. And, no. and it kind of, it gave me kind of a drop in my stomach of like, oh, shit. Are we going to spend season seven building up like beef? Um, over something, but no, 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 no. They got right to it. Arya's in. She's she's crossed the. Uh, you know, she's left Bravos. She's over here doing business, getting shit done. She killed what thirty dudes, thirty phrase. Yeah. 
and their banner men. I don't know if they were all just pure Freys, but I think they were mostly the Frey men. The Frey clan had been summoned. And I like the way, um, hold on, because the dude is awesome. We've seen him. He's in Harry Potter. Uh, who plays Frey? Oh, yeah. What's his name? I don't, I don't have his name. I have him right here. Um, David Bradley who plays uh, Walter Frey, he played it so beautifully because he's having to pe- play this as though Arya is being Walder. And that is what I loved about it. Did you pick up on any of the subtleties? Of yes. What, what, what were, the, what were those subtle... Uh, that he was being... He was out of voice a little bit. He was really? being a little bit... When he started in on the... When you killed the pregnant woman you know and when you killed the mother of five i mm. went uh-oh that was another tingle i'm like why is he talking like that and then of course he would never use that he would language. never even give a shit he's like you he's mm. so he's so coarse no. he would have said you killed those you know cunt bags or whatever you know he's just like a he's that guy so i was like he's speaking then his lady his you know four-year-old wife looks at him like what the hell is he saying we were all that little girl going, what is he saying? So I knew something was up, but it, it happened before I could catch it, and I was so pleasantly surprised that it was Arya. And then Arya looks at the girl, you know, she's, she's spared all the women in the room, which I think is cool, the servers, and she's like, tell them, you know, you know, uh, the North remembers. When they ask you about this, tell them that winter has come. Uh, for House Winter Frey. Winter was here or something like that. Winter has come and it's come for, or it's come for House Frey. Whatever. I mean, she says it beautifully. Yeah. You guys go watch it. It's amazing. should be on t-shirts. But yeah, that first scene, I was like, holy shit, monkeys. This is, this is good. Yeah. I mean, right out of the gate. Out the gate. Um, and we were like, you know, because it was, it was a longer period between, between seasons. So. It says, tell them Winter came for House Frey. Yeah. That's the line. True, man. That was awesome. And I love, can I just, I want to gush about her. Um, Maisie Williams. We've watched her grow up on the show. We've watched uh, all the Stark kids really grow up on the show. Kit Harrington hasn't gained an inch in height. Oh, I'm sorry. He was a full-grown man. Anyway, um, so we see Maisie as a little girl starting the show. I think the joke was she got the part and she agreed to do it because she was like, do I, am I going to get paid enough money to get a laptop? And her dad goes, I think you'll get plenty of money to make, no. you know, get a laptop. Because nobody was sure. They shot that pilot, and the pilot was kind of a, it was a shit show. Uh, and they had to do Ooh. a lot of readjusting because Denoff and Weiss had never done anything like this before. So they didn't really know. But here we are with Maisie Williams, who I think is really coming to her own. She's done other films and other projects, of course. But as this character, oh, my God, she's just so in the saddle, man. Yeah. I love her. I so, love you, Maisie. So now that we have, I mean, every single one of the surviving Stark kids, mm-hmm. they are not in captive. No one's in captivity, No one's right? in captivity. When do we see them all back together? Because we have not seen them all together since episode one of season one. Yeah. Because they since, leave in, season, in episode two, right? Since or the something, pilot, since yeah. Around since the pilot area. and the two, yeah, a couple episodes in, yeah. You know, uh, Arya hasn't seen Snow since he left. Yeah, to, or he gave since her she, needle. That's yeah. the last time he saw her. Uh, we see the Sansa John reunion that was very touching. We haven't uh, Sansa hasn't seen Arya since Arya fled King's Landing, and Bran hasn't seen any of them since that ac- since uh, accident. He, fell out, he got pushed in the, the first episode. Yeah, he didn't even get to see John leave. Nope. So, um, I I would like to believe that in season eight. We'll get to see them, re- whomever's left standing. I don't know how many of these Starks are going to get out of this alive. Because we talked about the theme of season six for me was your part to play. Right? Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of sacrifices and because people had a part to play. Yeah. Hodor, Hodor had a part to play. So many along the way. The children of the forest, they had their part to play. They also had their redemption because they created the White Walkers to fight man, and then it get out of control, and they were like, oh, shit, our bad. So you see all of these people who are going to become sacrifices. So my question to that is, how many Starks alive will get to be reunited? It's more of the question for me. 
Um, okay, so let's go to, there's a little, Jon Snow is the king of the north. He's, we, we're still in the Great Hall from after the Battle of the Bastards. We have all the bannermen gathered around, all the houses of the north. And, you know, he's got, Sansa's questioning him a little bit. She's, yeah. open, she's not a little bit. She's just outright questioning his judgment in front of everybody. And I was like, girl, I mean, she has some points. She was the one who raped and tortured repeatedly by Ramsay. She was also um, tortured mentally and, and bruised about by, you know, at the hand of Cersei and Joffrey and got to go to bitch school at King's Landing you know, ruthless ruler class. So she's got some things to offer to this conversation. While John also was like, you have not seen White Walker's girl or the Night King. Like, they don't need to eat. They don't need to sleep. They're impervious to the elements. And we also find out they're rolling with like two or three giants. And he has he has a point he makes with as far as loyalty goes. He's not going to... He said... Um, was it the Karstarks and the, and the Umbers? Umbers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have been loyal to the Starks for thousands of years. So um, why should the children pay for the for sins the se- of their fathers? Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's not even, you know, it's not even the fathers. It's just, he said, just a few sons. A few, yeah. You yeah. know, and he brought up the two children in front of everyone and said, look, I trust you. Do you trust me? And it, I thought it was a, a huge it was, it was a great scene. statement of saying, we are literally... At the front of a war with death. Yes. You need to trust me. I need to trust you. And I think the Stark children, well, Sansa doesn't know that um, he's her cousin. Yeah. (laughs) She just thinks he's some bastard. But, like, when we all find out, I want it. That's my, that's what I'm going to live for is when when, everybody finds out John is a Targ and a Stark, which we've never seen that combination before in the past. Um, But probably there has. I think I want to say that in the past there's been a Tark. A Targan Stark, you know, blending of the of the cheese. Uh, I'm sure there's a famous couple. I know I'm I'm, I'm forgetting some major uh, Targ Stark couple, but anyway, a Starg, a Starg, a Tark, a Tark. Yeah, either name works. But uh, that's the big reveal I want to see. But they they both make they both they make really important points. She's like, you got Cersei over here thirsty for you. She's already sent you a raven saying, "Bend the knee, bitch, or I'm coming for you." Um. But he's like, but then we get this thing over here that just doesn't stop, man. And she's like leaning on that wall. And then, which nobody knows, is that Bran's been touched by the Night King. Now, does that unward the wall? Because we can jump over to the mountain, not to the mountain, to Hound's um, kind of moment where he's looking in the fire and he sees Eastwatch falling, one of the castles on the wall. Yeah. Where John has sent. Is going to we're, send Tormund and the Wildlings. Yeah, volunteers to go. I love that he's like, now we're the Watchers now, on the Wall. We're now we're, now the, we're the Nights Watch. Now we're the Nights Watch, and those guys are like, holy shit, what is happening? And I'm like, dude, I feel you. Donald Trump got elected president. A lot of shit is up and down right now. Like we don't really know. So now you know how we feel. But where's where's where is the where's the the where does it say that if if Bran crosses the wall, it becomes unwarred? No one or whatever. No spell. one officially has ever said that. It's that a, has always been my little low level theory, just in my head. Um, and I'm I'm not the first one to come to that too. Others have said that that's possibly because we have to get those White Walkers for story reasons past the wall. So does the wall literally get broken apart or more realistically, it, does the magic get unwarded and you scale it, you go through it, whatever. Because there's all kinds of secret passages through the wall within the castle along the way. Oh, yeah, they, they the can way. climb that. I mean, like, you know, at Hardhome when they were just falling off the cliff. Sure, they don't really they, need. It's, they can just do the same thing. Just needs, run up a wall and just Nobody fall needs down. OSHA. Nobody needs no. repelling gear. Oh, OSHA. I just made myself remind myself of her. <laughs> I'm at the Occupational Safety Health um, Association, guys. Yeah, so... So we see how this is all lining up to to take us barreling toward the big war. But I let's go back a little bit real quick to what's happening with the Hound, who's found who's found his humanity. He's rolling with Beric, Dondarrion, yeah. and Thoros of Mir, and he's asking. You know, they go back to the scene of an earlier crime where he took the money off the farmer and his daughter and left them to starve. Essentially, mm-hmm. he pretty much. That was a death sentence by taking away their means and their funds because the father, I think, was injured. 
and it was just a little girl. So you see this transformation of the hound over season six into now, where he's not a believer in religion. He he makes it very clear, but he's some something is happening. Something has happened to yeah. him, and you know he's actually killed Beric Dondarrion, and Thoros brought him back, and they're sitting in the same place with the dead farmer and his daughter, and he's like this is the hound to Beric. He's like, what is so special about you? Like literally there's nothing special. I've about known you. better guys that were killed. Yeah. Some hung from a tree, which is the Ian McShane character, uh-huh. the preacher of the, uh, the Septon. And I think he, uh, he talks about Ned, a man who lost his head. I don't know who the one who went off to shit in the fields was. Um, yeah. But he mentions these men that he's known throughout his life, and he's like, why you? And again, we're going back to that theme where Beric says, I don't know, but I just know that the Lord of Light wants me alive. And he sees something also in the Hound. Like, as the Septon saw something in the Hound that was redeemable, that Arya saw as well, uh, Beric sees it, and Thoros sees it. And then Thoros asks him to look, asks him to look into the fire, and he sees the wall of ice, and he sees East Watch falling, and he sees, you know, all of a the sudden, dead he's, coming for him. Yeah, yeah, the dead is just piling past it. So you're like, oh hell no! Like the Hound is now what? Is his role going to be prophet, messenger, soldier of you know? Well, it's almost the Red a, God. It's, it's I don't like know. you know, you have, you know, didn't, wasn't the Hound like almost dead? Because in the book, yeah. You know, so, I mean, Arya, Arya leaves him because Brienne comes along and they get into this big sword fight. So they, they play off that. But I, do you think that, so the wildlings are going to Eastwatch. Do you think the Hound and 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 uh, Beric Dondarrion, all his group are going to, now that he's seen that Possibly. in the flame, they're, so they're all going to meet up there. They could. I mean, to warn them possibly, to help in some way, to aid, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to shake out because it's, it's like it's like nobody in the seven kingdoms except for um Jon Snow um Sam are even worried or concerned about the white walkers. Well, I mean I think the the brothers at the wall right now are shit and like okay, uh, dragon yeah, glass. And then and the brothers at the wall. Yeah, Ed and but, those guys. But everyone else is like not convinced. Well, I mean, and it goes to that conversation. So, okay, so we go over to Sam. Sam's at the Citadel. Probably, what by the way, one of the best montages on Game of Thrones of <laughs> Sam doing like menial tasks and just the worst task ever. He's, first, it's like, oh, he's just going to have to file away all the used books. That sucks. He's the, you know, he's the librarian. It's a pretty li- big library, you know, it, it must suck. Then you see him like emptying the shit pans, the shit pans underneath these old like maesters and stuff. And then he's feeding them the gruel. And then he's dumping their shit. Oh, my God. It was just, it's, it was a hilarious, hilarious. gag inducing. So he's there to try to figure out for Jon Snow and the world at large, how to defeat these White Walkers. And he needs this knowledge. And, and he wants to get there. He really wants to, he wants to go, you know, you feel like he wants to go into the Citadel, take it all in, jizz in his pants on how awesome it is, and go get find back the to books, the go, go get the books, get read through John, the stuff, yeah. yeah, download the stuff, go back. Be he wants the it Matrix style. He wants to do it because we want him to do that because that's, but, you know, this ain't happening because he's too busy, like, Weighing hearts of dead maesters and emptying shit buckets and feeding gruel. And Jim Broadbent, um, Archmaester Ebra, whatever his name is, uh, but he's the Archmaester. I'm going to call him Archmaester Slughorn to combine my Harry Potter Game of Thrones world. Archmaester Slughorn, you know, gives Sam this lecture uh, during the autopsy. Of this uh, poor dead dude. He's like, you know, we've seen this before. Like Targaryens fell and the world was going to go to hell. And it didn't. We lived through it. And then this over here, the Robert's, you know, rebellion happened and it's all going to go to hell. But it didn't. We've always lasted through, you know, we've lasted through the last great long night. But you got Sam going, but, but. Yeah, but is but, every great, great long night mean it's a winner. It doesn't mean that, that, that the Night King is crossing the wall. It's just a winner. Right. And so, and we did have 
you know, skirmishes with the Night King in the past. We don't see that necessarily on the show. That's this is where we are. Like back in the day with the, the yeah, Starks, the early Starks. Yeah, and they were they were defeated. They were held back. So, and again, it was the Starks that did it, right? They're, and they're the and, only family that takes it seriously. And for the some, funny yeah. thing of it is, we we pretty much kind of know that the Night King is a Stark. So, yeah. Yeah, so they're the kind of the key to this whole thing. So, but he's sitting here like, I'm brand new. I'm the shit bucket guy. I'm the gruel guy. I'm the book returner dude. I got no fight in this hunt for you. I mean, like I do have a dog in this fight, but you won't listen to me. And so the big, the arch maester is like, you get just knock it off. You know, clean up this body and shut up about it because like everything else, it's going to be cool. And I mean, and he has no idea. What Sam knows, and it's again, it's that's that maddening thing. What I loved about that is it happens so often in life where we see something that's actually going down and we keep going, but it happened though. But it happened though, yo. Yeah, yeah, and then well. everybody else is folding their arms and go, well, until I actually get the video of that, Ooh. I don't think that's happening. We're going through that same shit today. Yeah. Wonder what we're referencing. Yeah. Anyway, um, Speaking of uh, grayscale and people who should have it, so we, we're treated to <laughs> yeah we're treated to Sam going down the hallway at the Citadel, and he's picking up you know the the gruel bucket. I didn't realize until you said it where we were, but he we encounter the arm of and the profile of Sir Jorah, whose grayscale looks like that. Yeah, that it's ain't like, getting any better. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, it's all up in him. But it looked infected and kind of red and kind of blistery. It wasn't hard rock, so I'm wondering if they're giving him a treatment. Maybe because you said they were in quarantine. So if he's in quarantine, maybe the maesters are trying stuff on him because we see they do. They do all. They're they're knowledge finders. They're Why the was keeper. it Sam wearing gloves? Was he wearing gloves? I don't. I think I want to say he was. I want to say he was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I think he's wearing gloves throughout this. Thing. I knew I knew an arm was going to come out. Yeah, we know we knew that. But I was like, who's Sir Jorah's arm? No I way. Didn't expect that. that was a good one. Yeah. I loved that one. And but it looked it looked it looked ooky and uh, kind of raw. So I think they might be trying something on him, and uh, it would make sense that the Citadel would have all of this, you know, knowledge and information. They'd have a bomb for that. Yeah, they'd have a salve for it, some snuff. So. Big moment that made me tear up, I don't know about you, was Danny going to Dragonstone. It's a return. She's a baby when she's, you know, last there. Danny's return to Dragonstone got me like, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. just, I love how they did it. They didn't give it a bunch of words. They just let it happen. Uh, we see this fully empowered, you know, Targaryen return to the gates of, you know, the rightful castle that belongs to the Targaryens. And you get the three dragons flying over yep. Dragonstone. Yeah. She walks up into that throne room. Yeah. She doesn't even sit on the throne. I liked that. And she just goes to the war room. And the only thing that is said is, shall we begin? Right. And they're all taking it in. I... I loved that she didn't sit in the chair because I think in her mind it's like I'm not going to sit in this chair until I own this chair, yeah. earn this chair, and I kick some wholesale ass. Um, I'm just rooting for Danny so hard. I mean, I don't know if any of us would be able to take a Daenerys defeat. <laughs> Hopefully, this show won't take us to that yeah. place because I think people would throw their flat screens, their phones, or whatever you watch it on out to, into the sea. Uh, so that was just great. I love the way they directed it. How everyone hung back, let her take it in, let her have her return, and it was just beautifully done. And we hadn't seen the throne before. We hadn't seen those large gates. I mean, I never. Maybe they have, but I've yeah, only remembered just, that war room. Yeah, that just that one room that Stannis was in, and that was about it. With probably, uh, what's the dragon? Um, Balloran. It was called the Great Dread or something. I think that's him etched on the wall there. Um, the Black Dread. That was the name of that. So. Why well, gotta be black, though? You know, black is powerful in this world, man. That's why it's gotta be black. So we go to the, let's just check in with Jamie and, um, Cersei. Okay, Cersei done lost her goddamn mind. Yeah. And Jamie's looking at her like, okay, all the kids are dead. You know, 
probably too late for us to make some more children at this point. Um, they're coming for you. You're holding on to m- loosely three kingdoms, not all seven. You're surrounded by your enemies. She's even having a mural painted of yeah. it. I don't know, like, girl, like, were you celebrating? But in Cersei's mind, she's probably painting that so she can walk over to it and pee on each one of them and go, I own you, I own you, I own you. And and she is telling him, you know, I'm going to go after Highgarden, I'm going after Dorne, I'm going to go up to the north and kick their ass. And Jamie's saying, we have no allies. And why are we doing this in the first place? And she's just like, we're the only Targaryens, I mean, we're the only Lannisters that matter, and we're going to do this. And I, honestly, that's just kind of like, that's not enough in this world to drive you no and she is she i mean or to motivate people to want to fight for you she has she has too many obstacles to overcome too many people hate her yeah and again like jamie said she has no allies she has no allies and she's reaching out to euron you know i get it okay the uh i'm gonna call him i'm gonna call him a grittier thicker ewan mcgregor maybe i was gonna say a grittier Thicker, um, name is escaping him right now. We'll come back to it. Ray Donovan. Oh, Leo Schreiber. Yeah, he, yeah. He kind of looks like he does like a little bit. Leo like Schreiber that. in um, X Men when he was Sabretooth. Oh, well, there you go. You know so, with that kind of mangy look. You're in Sabretooth. In um, some leather. Yeah, he was rocking some leather. He looked a little stingish. I think my brother was wearing some eyeliner, too. He was like, he got all dolled up for her. He had like, he was like, he was dressing like he was going to sex her up. It was pretty cool. Um, Jamie was not having it. He made some uh, fratricide jokes at his expense. He made some hand jokes. He made a hand joke, which is pretty funny. Um, But I kind I love, uh, I love that guy. I love the character. Uh, and I like how he walked into the room, and he makes a point. You know, um, you're not humble. I'm not humble. We want the same things. What do you think that prize is that he's going to go after? I think he's going to give her um, Danny. I think he's going to. I feel like it's Danny, but it may be too. It may be too obvious. Maybe you know we want. We think it's Danny, but how is he going to give her Danny? Well, he's gonna go. He's gonna sail over there to to Dragonstone and get into a sea battle. But see, this is the thing. Like, like it's like okay, you've got. Maybe th- he's gonna give her the part that fleet. I don't know. He's gonna give her something. He's gonna show because he's trying to get with her. His name is uh, I don't know. How to, uh, pardon me, sir, if this is not the right pronunciation of your name. Pilau Asbach. Okay, I don't know. Pilu Pilau Blue. Uh, he's Danish. His party. He's very cute. Uh, so anyway, go back. What I, I don't know. I don't see that. I mean, it's just, it's. You don't think it's going to be Danny? No, I mean it. Well, I think even, she's going to be even with even with their. Let's say she. Let's say Cersei has his fleet. Okay, that's the largest fleet. The, they're all they are, are reavers. They can only get around on by the sea. They can attack a coast, but they're not going to be able to hold any. Any land. Well, if you go with the strategy of what she mentions to Jamie when they're standing in the mural room, uh, the map room, she says to him, you know, he goes, we, we can't get our army to do much without horses and food. And she's looking at High Garden for that. So Olena's over there. She has no one around her, really. She has her army, and they're very well protected, I have to say. Um, High Garden, you know, they can hold their own, but if they're surrounded by... You know, a, a large army, I don't know how they would stand. But I think, you know, Cersei's eyeing them to go, I'm going to come and take. Because they're the, they're the breadbasket of this world. Yeah. Let's all supply all of the wine that Cersei likes to eat. You but know, if, you don't, if you don't have men to fight for you and eat that bread, I mean, well, I just think but she, it's going she, she to doesn't happen. have a, play to call, a, a card to play. Maybe and I think she she's going to be defeated very quickly. Possibly so. And we may, we may, we may cut right through Cersei like sweet butter. But they pay Lena Hetty way too much. For her just to like get killed in episode three of season seven. So expect her to put up some kind of fight. Um, This is not real uh, in a real world. In a real world, be like, bitch, what are you even doing? But for the for the story purpose, she's going to make a stand. And I think Euron is going to attempt to give her uh, Daenerys. And he may just end up just delivering up Theon or 
Yara and go, here's one of my kindred before I cut out their throats or here's some stuff or here's a dragon. And now here's something that I know from the books and, and this could very well be what urine has this dragon horn that he has. Um, he fished, he fishes it out of the doom of Valeria when he's over there. Cause he's sailed the seas. He's been yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And there's this mythical horn that's out there. Uh, but the catch 22 is when you blow it, you die. So someone believes that Euron has, has gotten with uh, all the right magical folks and stuff and has figured out how to blow the horn and live. So if you blow so, the horn, does that mean dragons, they come to you and now y- yeah, they serve you? You can control them with the dragon see, horn. That, see, that's something I think that would so make sense. that's probably what it's going to be. Because, because giving her Daenerys is like, okay, season seven's over. You have over. to get through the dragons first. Right, and that's so, the only way to get the dragons. So he, I think okay. he attempts to or gives her one of the dragons. I could, I could see Maybe one of the baby one. dragons. Or maybe Danny's like main Drogon. I don't know. I hope it's – or Rhaegal or Viserion. I don't know. I'm just saying I feel like he hasn't really pulled that horn out yet. Yeah. But I figure he's going to pull that horn out at some point and go blow that shit and get her a dragon. As much as – now she's got a dragon and a thousand ships. Yeah. Right? I don't want to see – I don't want to see those dragons separated. I don't want to see any of them killed. It's like, it's like with the, the – um, The dire wolves. The dire wolves. Yeah. It's like – it's like enough already. Stop killing the direwolves. I mean, can't you just keep the fucking direwolf around and kill Rickon because he can't run in a zigzag? But keep, Serpentine, like, bitch. Yeah. Keep, uh, what was it, Shaggy Dog? Keep Shaggy Dog, man. He might, you know, contain him. Put him in the kennel with the other guys. You're a dog guy. You can work this out. Dog whisperer. Well, not so much in the end. But anyway. And then that whole thing about, you know, one of the dragons going north and becoming a nice dragon. It's like. That's a rumor. You know. That we don't know. No. If we should even bring up. That's been a leak that we're not sure if that's true. No. Well, that- maybe, but maybe there's an actual ice dragon. Because one, um, one of his other stories is, and it's a short story. It's a short uh, a story of an ice dragon. Yeah, and he lives inside the wall or something. Well, there's supposed to be like dragons under Winterfell like that come out of their eggs. And are like, oh, dragons in Winterfell. Because there's a hot spring that runs under Winterfell. And then there's, there's an ice dragon living in the wall. Somewhere that gets broken loose because the Night King calls upon it. So, cool, he comes with his own dragon, but I feel you. I do not want Viserion or Rhaegal or Drogon. That's all I'm trying to say. Is to I, don't, turnt, I don't want any of them separated. Yeah. I don't mind if other dragons come up or, like, a, you know, you know, he gets the horn and, you know, a sea dragon. So, we have a you sea know, dragon would be cool. Drag, a battle of dragons now. I would That's see, cool. Because he is from the sea and because he is, you know, ironborn and all that stuff, that would probably be like the best fucking thing ever. Yeah. But if he had that ability, why didn't he just call that bitch up? And why just, hasn't he used the horn already? I don't know. Yeah, Positioning I don't know. story. But I think that's my theory is that this horn, this summoning. Because I think the uh, Night King getting his hands on his own dragon is is also coming. Season 7, season 8, not sure. feel like that's going to happen. It's going to be huge. It's, I got it's theories. It's going to be fucking nuts. It's gonna, because if we're starting out this way, because yeah, it's, it's a be lot huge. of stuff happened. And uh, let's get back to some other things that happened. So we met Ed Sheeran on the side of the road. He sang a pretty song. I don't know why everybody's so worked up about it. Get um, over it. Get over it. And then we talked about... Um, Barrack and the Flames, and then Sam steals the book. Okay, so this was a big, like, aha moment. So Sam, after, you know, days and days of shit gathering and um, doing doing all of his stuff, he steals the keys of a sick uh, maester to get to a secret part of the Citadel. Well, not not so secret, but a locked-away part of the Citadel Library where the deeper, darker secrets of the world are. And I believe there's other things in there besides what Sam found, and we'll get to that in a minute. But so Sam discovers in the books that he was able to ferret out of there, steal and get back and lock the place up. He's sitting there with Gillian, their, um, his adopted son, and Sam, little Sam. And he's looking through these books, and he's tired. And he probably reeks of poop. I'm just imagining what that room smells like. Anyway, so uh, poop and stew. 
Keep your clothes at, at work. And old books. Yeah. You know, there's no uniforms up in this piece. It's just the same outfit all the time. Anyway, so he's sitting He's got there. open-toed sandals. Right, dude. I don't even... That room. I can just know what the room smells like. I know... And it's, it's being roasted by the fire. So he's looking into the books, and he starts putting two and two together that Dragonstone looks like Dragonglass. Well, he said there's like... There's a... there. It's an ore... Of, of um, dragon glass underneath dragonstone. Yeah, that needs to be mined. And, yeah, and we see that the the throne at dragonstone seems to be also made out of dragon glass. Well, see, here's the thing. Earlier on, in like in the maybe the second the after the the title, we have, you know, the 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 people, the, all the guys of the north, you know, and they're talking about John Snow's talking about dragon glass, and and everyone needs to mine this, and look for it. Right. So we end up with, with um, yeah. John does. John's edict is two things. He said, any man, woman, or child, you know, from ten to sixty, you got to go fight. You got to learn how to fight. You know, and boys and we girls, need to and we up- need to get dragon glass. And yes. it, we end up by Sam saying, "I need to get this uh, a raven to him." So, how do you think they're going to play that out with getting all that dragon glass? I don't know. I mean, this is going to be. This is the big turn in the water. Like, Sam is, you know, he's impatient. He's not going to wait for this. He's going to get this information. He's already sending a, a raven. You know, he's like, I want to text my boy. I got to text my boy. I just found this out in this book. I got to tell John all about this. And so John is going to, you know, what, make his way to Dragonstone? Well, this and that's, is the, I think no, that's but, what's going to happen yeah. because, well, we know this happens. We know John and Danny, by the way, this got spoiled for me because I, you know, I go to Watchers on the Wall because I'm kind of expecting spoilers, and I was writing about it last year for a publication and uh, for a site. So we know that uh, that John and Danny made up. So And it looked like, from the scenes that I saw, that they were standing on those steps at Dragonstone. You know those long steps? Then once up. you go through the big doors, yeah, the ones that go all the way up to the, the main you know, throne room. They're walking down those steps having a conversation. So I think he goes there because Sam has said, Hey, yo, the Dragonglass Walmart... Danny's sitting on top of it. It's over here, and he he gets himself over there to go. Hey, we're sitting on a gold mine. And this is, you know, this is the thing: is that you ha- now have okay, you have Yara's fleet. It's a smaller fleet than Euron's. Yeah, Euron's. for sure. He's okay. got a thousand ships at least, right? And then you have Davos, the smuggler, on your side, right? You can and Tyrion. theoretically conceive a plan of smuggling or. Mind uh, yeah. Dragonglass up to the north. That is absolutely awesome that you just remembered that because I was without even that way. without you know Cersei even knowing about this. The Onion Knight's got some skills, you yo. Because he's he still all around. up in there, you know. He got up in there and Jesus, and he always, he likes to always you know he's a smuggler. He he reminds everyone he I'm a smuggler. Yeah, I'm a humble dude. I know how to smuggle things. So maybe I don't know. That'd be kind of interesting. I'd like to see that happen. It's yeah. funny. Every Game of Thrones conversation that I've ever had, specifically between me and you, it always turns to theories. And I'm okay if I'm wrong. Yeah. I like to be pleasantly surprised. So, And I'm, I'm sure these guys have this problem all the time. It's like, and even if we guess right, you can't be mad at it it's, because it must be just maddening to try to put the show together and like outmaneuver everyone. Because I don't know how many episodes they have in the season. Someone said seven. In episode se- in season seven, and some said eight. In, ev- in season eight, I don't know if that's still true. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't care. Well, this one I was, just want the story to be good. This one was called Dragonstone. The next episode is called Stormborn. Yes. So I mean, just looking at the title, it just it's like what is going to happen? Right. I do think that we. Um, I think in Stormborn. We're going to see a reunion between uh, Danny and, well, a meetup, a first meeting of Danny and John. They've never met each other before. I think. I mean, I, I would like to see. I mean, since since Bran is at, at the, you know Castle Black, he's not too far away from Winterfell. He's not too far away from Winterfell. I think, I and think, he's also not too far away from Eastwatch because he knows everything. By the way, and that's why I think he needs to hook up with with John. He needs to see his. 
to see John and tell him, look, this is who you are. It could be very well that that's what it is, is that he gets there and goes, by the way, you're a Targ. And then John rolls over and goes, and then he goes, hey, by the way, I'm a Targ. She goes, what? And then and then you get you get the Raven coming up, and then they know that, you know, Daenerys is in Dragonstone. That gives him uh, motivation to get his ass down to Dragonstone somehow. What if we just ruined the rest of, like, season seven, and that's exactly what's going to happen? Didn't that be fucking awesome? Give us jobs in the writer's room. Hey. I don't want a job in the writer's I don't want either. I just want to watch it. I, I don't want to have anything it. to do with it. And God bless those guys over there who do it, and ladies, because you... I mean, it's got to be a hard job. Just being in a writer's room in general of a popular TV show, any show, is, look, you sit here and you want to, you know, Sunday morning quarterback, the Monday morning quarterback this shit, it's not for the faint of heart. Whoa. It's a lot easier than it looks. Why didn't you blah, 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 blah? Like, you're not the one with sleep deprivation with somebody screaming at you with notes coming back from the network and all kinds of shit that happens. So, and again, much less a beloved series that's been around for 20-something years. So, Stormborn. I'm not going to crap on it. It's going to break my heart when when uh, things happen to dragons and direwolves. I just for me, my big thing is I want to see Namiria come back at some point and join up with Arya when she was hanging out with the the Lannister soldiers in the woods. I uh, forgot and she's like, about that. I'm yeah. going to kill the queen, and they're all like, "Oh, you're so funny, the lady we just met." And I'm like, "No, she's probably going to actually fucking kill the queen." I really want it to be Arya, but I think Jamie is going to fulfill Maggie the Frog's... Um, well, okay, what's that What's that prophecy? Like, so Maggie the Frog die. said, you're, all your kids are going to die, uh-huh. you're going to be queen, but, you know, not in the way you think, blah, 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 and then you're, you'll die at the hand of your younger brother. And some, I'm totally messing up the, the way she says it, but you're going to die at the hand of the younger brother, which she is always taken Wasn't... to be Tyrion. Always taken to be Tyrion. But Jamie, her twin, was born four minutes after her. Wasn't wasn't part of the... Part of the um... The, the prophecy was, your your throne will be taken from you from by somebody prettier or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So we, all of that stuff. Yeah, but I think because that's young, why she hate she really hated um, Marjorie Tyrell. Right, and again, misplaced anger and hatred for Tyrion, her younger brother. But her real younger brother is Jamie, who's already looking at her like bitch. Said what? You crazy? And I think you know. He's going to find his humanity. He's going to take the right side. He killed the Mad King because the Mad King did exactly what Cer- was was plotting to do exactly what Cersei has just done. Yeah, blow up uh... the city with wildfire and turn it into a city of thieves and a terrible place. You know, when we start this story, it seems like King's Landing has, I mean, obviously it's got flea bottom, you know, there's a bad hood up in King's Landing, but... People seem to be relatively okay. Then this war breaks out, and just little by little, it's become this corrupt city. You know? So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I don't I, know, but I think Jamie is going to be the one. Although, I would love to see Arya check this bitch off her list. Maybe they'll do that, it together. That'd be cool, too. I mean, They'll tag team. It would, you know, I'd like to see that the Stark assassin, you know, just sort of... Because she's on the list. Yeah. And she's been working down that list. I've gotten, every time the show starts up, I start getting very protective towards certain characters. Yeah. And my go-to has always been Tyrion, but now I'm really feeling like Arya. Arya, dragons. Arya, dragons. That I'd feel um, those. Those dire wolves have always dire been wolves. like why? Well, how can you, the other ones? I kind of expect. I'm like, you know, this is going to. I expect there to be, you know, I think we're all going to be um, taking bets on how Baelish is going to die. I think Littlefinger is going to bite it this season. I think he's outlived his usefulness. Yeah. We don't need any more plotting and planning anymore. We're in the war phase. Winter is here. There's no more. We're about to fix into yeah. going to. We're in the part of the show where shit is just happening. Things are just going down. So Baelish is hes really not that useful to us I, anymore. I, you know, I think anyone who wants to. And he ain't getting that Iron Throne. Who, to take power. Their, their main motivation is to to control and have power. See, that's the thing. is like with, with um, Daenerys, it's like she has. She wants the Seven Kingdoms. She wants what's hers. And I think somehow that is going to have to be turned to the point of it's not it's not about the seven kingdoms 
anymore. Yeah, you I have th- to preserve absolutely the actual realm, the people here. Human life, yeah. Human life, because death is coming across the wall and it's coming quick. I, th- I think we're going to – I expect that kind of reasoning and thought and existentialism will happen in season eight. Because Danny has been so driven from birth to retake her throne and redeem the Targaryen name and take vengeance upon, you know, the Lannisters and Cersei and all these guys. And uh, can't do it on the Baratheons because they're all dead. But uh, she's like, you know, so hell-bent on regaining and, and conquering. I wonder what is going to happen when she gets all of that. Because John is, he's going to, you know, John, Mr., you know, he can't really, he's not a chit-chatter. Hey, nice to meet you. I think we're related. By the way, death is coming. Um, Night's why, you know, Night King, Night King, Night King, Night King. So I think he's going to tell her pretty quickly if they, when they have that meetup is like, Hey, yeah, I know this thing over here. Uh, maybe we get together, kick this ass, uh, and take whatever soldiers over there that are still alive and go, Hey y'all stop fighting this bullshit yeah. and get ready for death. Because we know we've seen in all the, the trailers and stuff where, you have uh, Daenerys walking through the throne room at King's Landing, and the roof is gone. Yeah, it's like, and is it ash or, or snow? snow? Exactly. So shit's going to happen. Or does I mean you know does does Cersei blow the whole thing up maybe. just to keep you know um, maybe she does that my precious thing only like yeah just if to he keep, was cause, like because she has this if Gollum was an explosive guy you yeah. know explosive guy so I don't know. Yeah. I just I want to see I want to see uh, Cersei's demise. Yeah, we want I that. I really want to see her. I just want I want you know play it out however you're going to play out. But at at the end, give her a good death. Give her a good death, and then you know because yeah. really she's the only character that I'm like God. You're you're a fucking fly in the ointment here. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Is, lady? Are you saying that you like Lena Headey as her because she's doing such a good job of making you hate her? Or do you think the character is now annoying and you'd like to see her go away and drink her wine in the afterlife? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, the character. I I mean, I've never seen Lena Headey in anything else, so I don't know about her. She was good in Judge Dredd. She's been been good in a couple of things. But I just I want to see that character go away. You're done. (laughs) I'm done. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling you. It's like I don't want to just, you know, I love your outfits, girl. I'm feeling like your fashion. You're all in your leather phase. It's awesome. And But, you know, I'm just really – Mama drinking her boxed wine. Her she's gonna have to be drinking uh, boxed wine soon, unless she takes all the Arbor Gold from High Garden. Anyway, her wine situation aside, I I don't know what else she can do. I only, and I really only feel that uh, so for, for two characters. It's it's her and Peter Baelish. Yeah, I think those two. Like I'm tired not, of his plotting and playing. They, yeah, I don't want to see not, it anymore. They have not. Yeah. Evolved at all? They've always been. He's been the plotting, uh, plotting, planning, trying to get power. She's just been the angry. Whatever, trying to get power. Yeah, I I'm gonna predict. I mean, on a on a good day, on a on a fun day, it would be Robin, you know, simple minded Robin throwing Baelish out the moon door and then jumping out after him. And, exactly. <laughs> like, so now we're done with these guys. That's a wrap on these guys. Woohoo! Yeah, the wrap party is gonna be at Norm's. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love Aiden Gillum. He's great. He was on the wire. Oh, he was great on the wire. Yeah, and I look at his, ba- I love him his little finger. He's great. I, I, re- I, he's great. He really is. It's just that your character. I mean, I don't. I mean, just like what, don't stay too long at the party. Just what, like what Sansa said. You don't have to say the last words because I know it's gonna be something clever. It's probably gonna be something clever. We all know your line now. Yeah. Blah 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 yeah. blah 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 blah. Uh, and we have the Knights of the Veil. Vale. Now we know that the commander of the Knights of the Veil vale is no fan of Littlefinger. So at first sign that they can ditch him. And that yeah. guy can now be back in control of Sweet Robin, who really does need to go out the moon door. Um, he needs kid, to just like trip out and then fall off a wall or just something. chase the just, falcon over the cliff, yeah, whatever. He probably like, or run into a wall, like yeah. chase it and then not knowing there's a wall. Speaking <laughs> just, of Twin Peaks episode boom. that you haven't seen, Johnny. Uh, so yeah, I, I I think we're at the point where we don't need any ancillary characters. We need like. We need the A team. Yeah. That's all we need. We don't need any B team. We don't need these. No, nobody's hanging out in the locker room. You're all in. The, you're just out. You're out on the court. We're ready to go. I don't want to see anyone of this shit. And then um, I'm with you. I think what's probably going to happen to Littlefinger, if I had to wager a guess, just looking at the preview of next week, it looks like Littlefinger's getting choked. 
and the Stormborn still on HBO shows these guys walking in the crypts. Now, wouldn't it be justice if Rob strangled Baelish to death? John? Yeah. John strangled Peter to death in the crypt room at Winterfeld next to his beloved Catelyn's shrine. I don't but know. But he didn't get, he didn't have Catelyn killed. He didn't, but what what this do, see John's been busy. First getting killed, being resurrected, uh fighting a huge battle where almost everybody was murderized. Trying to fill the meter with the coins for your parking. Oh yeah, he's doing, busy. He's busy. He's got stuff. So now he said his he's like, "Okay, and now we're all going to fight, right? Death is coming. Hell's coming with it." Blah blah blah. Everybody bend the knee, 10 to 60, big speech, little sister, stop undermining me. And then I think it's going to be, okay, now, while I have a break, he's going to summon Littlefinger to the crypt and go, hey, why did you let my little sister get raped by Roose Bolton? Because you kind of knew, right, bitch? Thanks for the troops. That's been awesome. They might know. But, hey, you got to die. Because you're nothing. I, I do. I see something like that. I happening. could see that as as motivation of, of of what he did to Sansa. It would be poetic justice too for him to die like in no. that crypt. And this is also where um, Peter and Sansa had a conversation earlier when he kind of just didn't correct her when she said, "My aunt was, you know, kidnapped and raped by Rhaegar." I think Peter has known all along. Who Jon Snow is. Maybe so. Has known that the whole thing with Rhaegar and Lyanna was consensual. And either he's going to reveal that and get killed. Or he's going to reveal that and just accidentally get killed. Or he's going to be on the way to telling him that. Maybe Jon's going to have this information. Bran's going to show up and go, oh yeah, he, he got to you first. Yeah. Your, your mama is Lyanna. Your daddy's Rhaegar. Hey. And, and then everybody that's will why I'm on their so face. anxious to, to have... Bran back at Winterfell because, I mean, he's got the answers. And again, I hope that, you know, Mira gets um, a hot bath in her own glass, you know, like a vial of wine, jug of wine, bathtub of wine, because she has been hauling this kid all over beyond the wall and running away from White Walkers. So we'll see. I hope they hang on. I hope they give Mira, like, some good stuff to, to do. I don't know. Do you think they're going to end up killing that character? I hope not. I think the reeds are, they're certainly, they have a role to play in the books, a, a lot, a bigger role, obviously, because you have more space and time to do that in the books. But I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see the reeds play into this. If this season, if this series had gone on for 12 seasons, I think we would have gotten completely up into the Hal and Reed and the Reed children's story and that whole relationship between the Starks and the Reeds. The reeds. Yeah. But I think she's just going to be one of those guys that's like, thank you. It's like 1-1. One, one. Thanks, guys. Thanks, 1-1. One, one. Getting the air on the eye. Getting us to the Winterfell gates. But that's a wrap on 1-1. One, one. Uh, boy, that guy can drink. He drank all of the liquor and crew catering. So I don't know what's going to happen. I just I think we're going to see. We're going to have some loss in Season 7. I don't think we're going to lose Tyrion. I don't think we're going to lose, you know, like obviously John, Danny. Our key key players, but I do think we'll say goodbye to Cersei, and I think we'll say goodbye to uh, Littlefinger. I'm all, I'm okay with that. I and, don't mind that. Uh, hopefully, they'll save all the really heartbreaking deaths for season eight. I just don't want to see anybody like I really care about die, even if it's fictional characters. Oh. I know it's completely silly. Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you end it with like everybody dying, then that's the way it ends. I guess so. You know. But at least kill off some of these other people before you kill <laughs> Well, and it's the way they do off. it. I mean, it's just so satisfying to see, like, Arya, you know, she's not this little kid anymore. She's not being, you know, she's not someone else's property or to be protected. You know, she was vulnerable, blind in the streets of Bravos and, and Jack and, you know. And again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to my, I'm going to hold of this. I believe this with all my heart and soul that Jack and Hagar, his whole role to play in this was not to turn Arya Stark into a faceless man and to serve the House of Black and White. I think his part to play in this coming war is that he turned her into a weapon. Yeah. That his whole role was to 
make a Stark a secret weapon and unleash it upon the world because there's literally no way anyone would have ever even predicted that this little girl who ran away from King's Landing and survived all the way to Bravo's that Jaken puts himself in the path of. He sees her on the road almost immediately after leaving King's Landing when she's, when she's with Thorin. And he's bringing the boys to the wall because mm-hmm. Ned's like, you know, he's doing this for solid for his buddy Ned. Jaken is right there. He's right there going, oh, hello. Here's a corn. A girl is blah, blah, blah. A man is blah, blah, blah. She meets him almost immediately. And it's like that's their part to play. The many-faced God's role in this is to take a Stark and make them just this crazy lethal weapon. And that's what he's done. Knowing full well, because he smiles when she, like, in season six, and she's like, I'm Arya Stark, you know, here's Needle, I'm going home, bitch. And he's, he's smiling at her. He's not mad at it at all. It's like, this is exactly how I planned it to be. Also, thank you for getting rid of my annoying assistant, whom I obviously didn't really care for, because, you know, I bought her death. Like, seriously, bitch. Um... So I think there's there's so many things going on, and maybe we read some into this stuff. I'm kind of learning. I kind of weighed into Reddit lightly now. People who had all these crazy theories, and now we're like, we're getting close to it. They're actually coming along on the show going, nope, it's this. It's not that. You guys always thought it was this. You know, Varys is probably not a merman. Although that season six finale where he got from here to here to here to here to here in five seconds you know he got from marine to dorn back to marine in like two seconds maybe he is a merman and they're just never going to address it and never tell us that but we can start putting all these dumbass theories aside because that was fun for the first three or four seasons because the, the sky was the limit we didn't know what was on the horizon but now we meet the uh, we've met the night king and now we have dragons and now we have you know magic is happening we're yeah. here so I just now it's just coming down to how are these people going to die? How is this war going to clash? Is the Night King going to make it all the way to King's Landing? Probably. What's the name of that last book? Uh, shit. Why do you ask questions and not have this pulled up in front yeah, of you? Because I just thought about it. I don't have a computer in front of me. Uh, the I Winds have... of Winter is the one he's writing now. Winds of Winter. And then the one before that. Because we read all the way up to see, I should know this. Five. We didn't read six. I used to know this so much. Um, Game of Thrones books. Talk amongst yourself. So, uh, you know, what did you do yesterday? <laughs> oh well, you know, I just was sort of uh, busy doing things. You know, <laughs> ran some errands and did some work in the yard. I'm not even going to interrupt you. I'm just going to let you keep talking to yourself. <laughs> uh, so. Why isn't there just a straight up list? I don't know. Well, anyway, it's well. I know. I know the the one. A that, Song of Ice and Fire is uh, the, the the you know the overall series. So we have a Game of Thrones, which is the first one. Then we have a Clash of Kings. Yeah. And then we have a Storm of Swords, mm-hmm. a Feast for Crows, mm-hmm. which is number four. Five is a Dance with Dragons. That's what it is. A Dance with Dragons. And then there's book six, which is the Winds of Winter. That's mm-hmm. forthcoming. Yeah. And then uh, seven has been announced. A Dream of Spring. Got it. Because I know, I know, six, five, and six are the stories happen simultaneously. Right. You know that's why I you, haven't gotten that far. You, know, you, you did. You don't have, and I never read six, but I read the you know the other side of, of you know five. So. Yeah, I don't. But I mean, that's interesting. I mean, it's it's. I mean. Who knows what he's going to do? It's, it's great to be able to just think and talk about it. And, I love and the watch series. it play out. I've missed just, it so. You know, yeah. Just, we were just sitting there. I mean, I was like, I've missed this series so much because it's when something is this good, it's just like the best thing. It really is. For I mean, those who love, you know, storytelling and stories. It's, it's a trip that it's actually, it's actually here. I'm like freaking you know? out because last night I'm watching the first 20 minutes of this until, you know, my marriage was in jeopardy. And then I switched over and I'm watching Twin Peaks going, I live in a world where, yes, horrible things are happening, you know, in our government across the world, you know, some shit. And I'm like, so it's, it's like the universe is going, okay, here's some terrible things that are happening. But here's like that Twin Peaks is on television and so is Game of Thrones. I'm like, you know, we all might die tomorrow and uh, we're all broke as a joke and, and uh, we won't have any health care soon and any of that kind of shit. But by the way, 
you know, Twin Peaks is on TV and it's really good. And Game of Thrones is just knocking it out of the park. And so many other good shows are on television. So, yeah, I guess there's blessing with the cursing, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward to the next one. Stormborn. Next Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And we're going to try to get these out on a regular basis. And barring Ian having to go out and do a gig, we're going to try to get these out pretty quickly after the episode. Because we all want to talk about it and we want to be ready for the next week. And you don't want to let them pile up because there's going to be so much in each episode, I feel like, that, yeah. Trying so to talk about episode two episodes. should be a 90-minute episode. <laughs> I Please, right? They probably would hate that. I, need the, I think the finale is going to be 90 minutes, right? Why can't you make every other episode 90 minutes? I know. The crew's somewhere like half dead going, shut They're up! Going, Fuck you! Fuck you, dude! I'm still getting over my boils. I don't know why they got boils, but I'm just saying. Um... So that yeah that so that was it that was it for the season premiere um, season seven Game of Thrones um, send us comments you know if you have any comments be nice uh, I'm not gonna respond to anything that's uh, shitty we don't feed the trolls around here but if you'd like to weigh in and like give your opinion about stuff or correct us on things that I don't look up before I'm on the show I'll probably go yeah 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 thanks so much he'll somebody will go it's these bands that were on the show why didn't you look that up I don't know I just didn't I was so excited. Then we ran in here after watching the episode together and did a podcast. But we'd love to hear from you. And thanks for uh, the downloads and, and listening and visiting our Facebook page. We're Ashland uh, Podcast on Facebook or Ashland Podcast on Twitter. Tweet at us. Um, again, nice things. If you're shirty, I just will delete the tweet. Um, but be cool. I mean, it's, 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 it's good to be good. It's good to be good in the world, and it's good to like things and like what you like because the rest of the world is so much shitty stuff going along. Why do we have to get mad about Ed Sheeran being on Game of Thrones? I don't give a fuck. I still don't know who he is. Dave Grohl could have been sitting there. and Well, if Dave Grohl were sitting there, I would have peed all over myself. But there are people who love Ed Sheeran, and, and I thought he fit right in. I don't know why everybody's complaining. Don't complain about Ed Sheeran. All right, uh, that's it for the show, and we will see you very soon, probably in a few days' time. When uh, Twin Peaks wraps up, we'll be back for that. Uh, and I don't think we have anything really pending. We're probably going to be game of throwing it up, but as things happen and as things uh, occur, we will be. Yeah, we'll definitely be back here next, early next week for Game of Thrones. Yeah, yes. Um, but Yes. Maybe we could get a mead sponsorship, like a mutton sponsorship, or a boxed wine you know, membership, you know, just some, sponsor us. We'll talk about your boxed wine. We'll make Cersei jokes around it. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you soon. And remember, don't touch your grayscale. You'll only make it worse. <laughs>